0: Welcome to Unapologetically Mahogany. This is a real, raw, uncut podcast where I talk about it all. I'm dope, hilarious, and bring good energy. So if that's what you're about, then I encourage you to stay for a while. Whether you're sipping on a bottle of bubbly or water because you know you need some H2O in your life, then go ahead and get you a little something something. These episodes are entertaining, so if you're ready to vibe out to my crazy shenanigans, eventful story times, and opinionated topics, then you're in the right space. Happy Sunday, everyone that is tuned in and listening to Unapologetically, the podcast. Welcome. If it is your first time, I hope you'll stay for a while. Before we get any further, Make sure to plug in all my socials so that you are keeping up with me everywhere, not just here on the podcast, but also you can find me on YouTube and Instagram with the same handle, unapologetically mahogany. And make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend so that we can all be friends. Okay, so that everyone is tuned in to the episodes each week all right so by the title of the episode you already know what we're talking about i'm so excited and thrilled to be talking all things wedding and i am super 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 excited to be having two special guests with me on today's episode they are my best friend karina ramos and my other good friend marshay dixon so karina ramos is an entrepreneur she is killing it, y'all. She has her own business called The Nookery, and they are cozy gift boxes for all occasions. Okay, I'm actually on here looking at them now. There are gift boxes for mom, gift boxes for birthdays, bride-to-be, mm-hmm, brides, y'all. There are me-time spa gifts. I mean, everything. Realtor gifts for clients that are just, you know, starting out on their journey to, you know, purchasing their first home. Maybe second home, maybe third home. Hey, if you got like that, keep going. <laughs> Galentine's. I mean, the list goes on and on. So don't worry. We'll be talking to her shortly. And then also Marsha Dixon, who is also an entrepreneur, who... Is starting out her own business as you wish wedding and event planning, and it's basically what it says, y'all. She is, you know, basically she plans weddings, she plans events, she is your girl for whatever you need. So, you'll hear from her a little bit later on. All right, so let's start with all things wedding. So, if you're listening, you are probably about to be getting married, or maybe not, but you're hoping that he's gonna propose. Or you're none of these and you've been married for plenty of years, or you were married at one time and you're not. And probably you just want to listen to this episode because you're a big fan, okay, of unapologetically mahogany. And I'm so thankful and grateful. And maybe there's something on here that you can learn that you can pass on to someone else. So if you are a bride to be, first off, I want to say congratulations because it is an amazing moment. And there are a lot of things that you don't realize that is needed in order to have a wedding and I want to share some of those things with you all from today for some of you all that don't know I got married November of 2022 that was just a few months ago it was a beautiful day a day to remember a day that was perfect for my husband and I it went better than we could have expected yes there were some uh-ohs oops did that happen oh yikes but for the most part it was awesome So the first thing I want to recommend for you guys is enjoy the moment as a fiance, because I don't know how long you're, you're waiting to get married, but enjoy the moment with just, you know, having family and friends call in saying, congratulations, how did it all happen? Because you are going to get that a lot. People want to see pictures, maybe even of the ring. Hey, enjoy the moment. And then after the moment is done, right? Right take as long as you need, whether you want to take four or five months down the line before you start wedding planning, guess what? It's your prerogative. Uh, so the next thing is money, y'all. Money, money, money. I'm not the best at singing. If you guys have heard any of my other episodes, you already know that, but Hey, it's okay. If you laugh a little bit, because I laugh too, because I do not sound good. But the first thing I'm recommending is figuring out a budget. And this is super crucial and super important because if you don't have a budget, you're just going to be spending wild. And listen, I don't know about you guys, but I don't have a money tree in the backyard. And if I did, then of course money wouldn't be an issue. But because there is no money tree, money is an issue. So, you know, right after setting a budget, make sure that you set your wedding date. That is huge because when you start going to venues, They're going to want to know what's your wedding date. And if you don't have that, they're going to be looking at you crazy. Like, I don't know how we're going to, you know, get things created if I don't know what's your wedding date. (laughs) They can't be creating flowers for you and then your wedding date isn't until another month or two. And they are like, well, these flowers aren't going to last, especially if you're getting real flowers. So, yes, make sure that you have a budget and you have a wedding date secured. And make sure when you do secure that date, you don't change it. Because as soon as you have your wedding date, family and friends are probably going to start booking out, you know, um, plans, you know, making sure they're taken off of work, looking for plane tickets. Well, if it's that far in advance, probably the plane tickets um, won't even show for that month. But you know what I mean? Okay. so one of the things that we did and, you know, everyone probably isn't going to do this, but maybe some will. Another thing that we decided to do is marriage counseling and we felt it was so crucial because it comes in so handy right there are so many couples that spend so much time on planning for the day of the wedding and less time planning on the marriage right the wedding is one day but your marriage is a lifetime so you want to make sure that you do implement marriage counseling that way you're knowing more of your partner you're learning things that you are like non-negotiables that you probably didn't know but now you know and you kind of still have time if you want to put a pause on the you know on the wedding Okay. Next thing is your location because location is everything, right? Where are you having it? So are you having a destination wedding where people are going to have to fly in to where, you know, uh, you're having your wedding. Are you having it in like Dominican Republic or Mexico? I know those are very popular areas where people go for a destination wedding. Are you doing a destination wedding because you don't want that many people at your wedding? I get it. I get it. If you want something small and intimate, then go for it. And then you're just going to have your honeymoon in that same lo- you know location, then cool. So decide where you're going to have it. Are you having it in your hometown? You know, are there any things that come along with it, right? Is it next to a hotel? Is there a uh, transportation that will go pick up your guests from the airport? You know, uh, I say where you want to have it because like myself and my husband, who are both stationed up, you know, far away from where we live, we decided to have it where we're based at. And so everyone had to come to us. So just think about some things like that. Some people decide to go back to where they're originally from and have their wedding because all their family is there and they feel like it's easier. Now I'm not saying either way is easier. Well, yes, I am. If you're having it in the location that you're living in, I think it's the easiest because you don't have to catch a flight to go back home to meet with different vendors. Everything is centrally located. If anything were to go wrong last minute, you are there to have a plan B, a plan C. And if you don't have a plan B or C, what are you waiting for? You need to make sure that you have that just in case anything happens, because... I don't know if you remember, guys, but just a few years ago, COVID was very, very real. And, you know, weddings were getting canceled. I don't know if everyone was getting their money back. And so you want to make sure that you have a plan B, C, or D. So that way, in case maybe one of your vendors do drop out because they get sick, you have someone else that can pick up the slack. Well, not the slack, y'all. That's a bad word. We'll pick up and be able to still create the wedding of your dreams, whether it's an event planner that got sick or, you know, your d j And DJ. will I'll tell you one thing, too, why I say this. So our event decorator oh my goodness which she did a fabulous job if you have not looked at maybe some of the clips i showed on youtube make sure that you do check it out because i have a whole video talking all about wedding planning and i do enter a few clips here or there not many you know but i share what i want to share on there So our event planner, uh, or decorator, excuse me, she was fabulous y'all. And I remember we were doing a whole bunch of zoom calls with her. We even had like a mock, um, opportunity with her where she came to the venue that we chose and we were able to see what she was going to do for our wedding day what were our tablecloths going to look like what were our you know plates going to look like our you know tableware all that you know our utensils our floral arrangement and so a couple times in after zooming with her we saw that another zoom call like she was bald and i was like the only time i see people bald usually is if you know it's the c word which I don't like saying the C word, which is probably why I won't say it. So, you know, I didn't know anything of it. I wasn't informed. So I was just like, man, what's going on with her? Anyways, you know, um, there were times where she's like, hey, I'm not going to be able to talk today. You know, I'm not feeling well. So my husband and I were like freaking out. Well, at that time, he was my fiance. Like, what are we going to do? We don't have a plan B, C, or D. What if something goes wrong? Then we do find out that she had the C word and that she's in chemo because she caught it early. So I was like, praise God. That is amazing. Amazing. So she was like, you know, she'll be going through radiation, but she will be there for our wedding. She's taken off. You know, I was still happy about that, but I was still concerned because, you know, I want her to rest, you know, and not be just, you know, full of a whole bunch of energy. just trying to get our wedding done because I've never had the C word, but I know that it can't be an easy, easy thing to battle. So anyways, she did come through. It was fabulous and she also said she had a team so if any reason she couldn't make it her team was going to be there to deliver and they did and she did too and it was amazing y'all it was amazing so after you have a location and and all that and more, you need to pick a theme because, you know, everything needs a theme, right? Like what colors are you going to want? You know, are you going for like a Cinderella or a magical princess theme? Uh, Are you going more for like a bohemian look or Caribbean look? You know, what is the theme that you're going for? And I know for us, I was like so lost when it came to wedding planning, y'all. I was not that typical girl that was like, oh my goodness, from like five years old, I already know what type of wedding I want and the colors and the dress. I was like, I don't know what the heck I want. (laughs) I didn't know what colors we wanted and everything that we did, we did it together. There was not one thing I did without him and there was not one thing he did without me. I know a lot of grooms now are like, I don't care what you do. I just need to show up. Whatever you want to plan, just do it. He was different. He was like, no, I want to be there every step of the way, which I love. So we finally came up with our colors, which were navy blue, gold, and cream. And then that was good because now we have colors. You know, I remember people at work were asking. I'm like, I don't know. But now I know. So next is a wedding planner, right? And we say this. It's important. Yeah, they can be expensive, but it's so necessary because they're going to take off a lot of stress for you or as much as they can. Because and hire someone that, you know, like I would say that has the experience and has been doing it for some time because that'll help you in the long run, they will, you know, just make you know that they got it. And, you know, even though it's expensive, they're going to figure out all the logistics and everything, right? Everything. And once you do that, you know, decide whether you want a wedding party, party. Or not, because some people don't want a wedding party, because either it's it's a lot of stress that comes along with it, right? Making sure that you know uh, your wedding party has the dress or the tuxedo or the suit or the shoes the earrings um and this will costs money so making sure your whole wedding party is going to be there to afford all this can they afford makeup can they afford hair can they afford to get the nails done the way you want it done and sometimes that can be a bit stressful and the bride and groom are like you know what nah we're good it'll just be us two walking down right that saves on headache that saves on you having to check to make sure that they got everything um uh, so it depends if you just want like a best man and a bride uh and a maid of honor then go for it or you just want like a ring bearer and flat girl it's your day so you do it the way you want it done and next i would say is a guest count and that is huge because this is going to also determine your budget right are you having something small and intimate where it's like 50 people or are you like you know what going hard i'm going like all out i'm going like 200 plus guests hey you do what you do as long as you got the money to fulfill that wedding then hey do you? So that really takes into consideration because are you going to have lots of outer town guests, right? If that's the case, do they all have rides? Granted, I know that's not something I should be should be thinking about, but. That was something that I thought about and I shouldn't have. And that caused a lot more stress on me because I was like, I got family and friends coming in and some of them may need rides. And like, how are they going to get to, you know, the wedding location, venue, hotel and all that. And like, thankfully for me, the wedding venue was connected to the hotel, but they were like in two different buildings. And so and then our um wedding rehearsal dinner which we called it a pre-celebratory dinner was right across the street so people could walk so everything was in walking location our bridegroom shower was in the hotel downstairs in one of their conference rooms so it all worked out so people didn't have to drive a lot so yeah all they had to do was drive from the airport to the hotel basically that was it so yeah you want to consider that when setting up events technically you don't have to you could just be like this is what i want to do and they're just gonna have to follow suit and if they can make it they can So what we did was we had a website that we created and they had a list of all the activities we were doing, sightseeing things to do as a tourist. So in case they got in early, they still had time to, you know, explore the area. And um, St. Louis has a lot to see. So in case you're wondering, well, what area do you live in where you can sightsee St. Louis? So, yes. So when it comes to your wedding, creating an online wedding website is super important because people can go and find details for your wedding. Now, for those that aren't tech savvy, then yeah, of course, go get a you know invitation and mail it to them because that's what they're going to need. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Then do that, you know. And so we did that for a few of our guests, and then also for the save the date, which we did was easier. Was there? We did Etsy for a lot of things, and you can easily, easily. Um, create um, have a template that you purchase and then you can just text people that what like engagement photo shoots for them to like remember hey don't forget to RSVP online and all that extra jazz and then some <laughs> so engagement photo shoot that's something that you can decide on i know a lot of people do some people don't i mean if you want to just take a picture in the backyard and just be like hey this is our engagement photo shoot and that's what you add on to your wedding website or to your save the date then you know what do you because i'm not gonna lie wedding photo like photos are expensive i'm in the wrong profession okay i am in the wrong profession And I learned that early on during the wedding process. Photos are not cheap. An engagement photo shoot, photos are not, and neither are wedding photos. So we did two. I know you guys are probably like, why did you guys do two photo shoots? We did the first one because our wedding planner had said, hey, there's a a person that does does photos on the side. It's a hobby. She's a teacher, but she enjoys doing it. And it's like super cheap. And y'all. When I tell you it was super cheap, it was super duper duper cheap. But I was like something ain't right anyways we decided to go that way because we're like we don't want to spend money so anyways the lady was she was very friendly very nice lady and she took the photos but we really weren't prepared for the you know the photo shoot like our outfits i felt like didn't really match i didn't like my hair um everything was just like oh it was just so wrong and then the dress i was wearing like i felt like it kept rising then it was awkward because i had to keep pulling it down then i didn't bring a change of shoes so i was walking around with my heels and it hurt And then we had to sit down certain places. And then there were times when we would get up, and like I realized in some of the photos, I was Ashy, y'all i was ashy i came fully like lathered up with lotion i you know had to bend down and we were like it was at the botanical gardens y'all which is super beautiful if you ever have been to st louis botanical gardens then you already know especially when it's blooming it's like the best time so we were sitting down on by the dock area which was a beautiful photo but of course when i get down and then i get back up i didn't realize it and i wish the photographer would have said something you know kind of right Got any lotion, which I did, in my purse. So that wasn't great. I didn't like that. And then when we saw the photos, we really weren't impressed. So what we did was we're like, we want a, a second chance. So we ended up going with the photographer that actually did our wedding. And he did a better job. I loved his better than um, the lady that did it. And then I'm realizing now that photographers aren't going to tell you when something's wrong. They're just doing a snap, right? Snap, snap, snap. They're not really there to be like, oh, you want to fix your hair? Oh, you want to do this? Now they can, and they should, because that'd be nice to them but that doesn't necessarily always mean that they're going to and so for me i'll give you guys something cool i my dress uh i don't think it's sh- i think it shows on my youtube yes it does it was actually a free dress y'all a beautiful free dress and you wouldn't even have been able to tell but guess this is the thing y'all see i wasn't as small as i should have been for the dress and so i was like okay i got a second in." <gasps> and so my be mindful that even if you like a dress make sure that when you suck in that it really doesn't show like you still have like a little pudge because that can really show and i mean mine i felt like showed a little bit and so i was disappointed but then other people were like i couldn't tell and then i had some friends and family that were like i could but it still looks good and i'm like no when it wasn't the way i really wanted it but for the most part it came out looking good i brought sandals so i was still able to move around the park and then put back on my shoes. And everything like that. So it worked out really, really good. It was just hot, y'all. And I was like, man, I am hot. But the pictures were great. And we were able to see like a snippet, you know, sneak peek and then actually see all the rest and we were in love. So we were like, okay, I think he's gonna do great on our wedding, because he did great with our, you know, engagement photo shoots. So that actually worked out great. Uh, so yeah, when you're doing photos, just remember you get what you pay for. I know you guys may want to, you know, not spend a lot on certain things, but sometimes it pays to have things done like where you're spending more money because it's just going to, it's going to look better. So, dress shopping is huge, guys, because, you know, you want to... If you don't have a certain dress that you're looking for, make sure that you probably have an idea. Go on Pinterest. I was on there. That way, when you go to places, bridal shops, you can let them know exactly kind of what you're looking for. Is it more mermaid shape, Cinderella, whatever it may be. Uh, Do you want beading? You know, the... The list goes on. And so I tried on over like 30 dresses. It got to a point where I didn't even know what type of dress I wanted because I liked them all. They all were so pretty. So if you can narrow that down, that'll be great. Then also pick comfortable shoes that go well with the dress because even though you're not walking long in a dress you do want to probably get some photos with your wedding shoes shown. Now, if you don't, then cool. So I ended up wearing wedding shoes, and then I ended up wearing Chuck Taylors that were, like, beat it up. It was super pretty, like, pearls and, like, um, like... Glitter, not really glitter, but it was suit with sequins on it. It was really beautiful. So that's what I changed into for the reception. And it was really, really nice. The only thing is, with my dress, there was a way to pin it up in the back. You know how they give you, like, so when you're at the reception and let's say you don't want to change into another dress and you just want to use your same wedding dress because you paid good money for that dress. And you can pin it in the back. We could not find it. So my dress was so long. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't dance to a lot of songs as much as we had planned on because, you know, we got the dance floor and people just came to try and take pictures. So if I could do it over again, I probably would have had it where, you know, we had a line where people knew, Hey, this is the time to take pictures with the bride and groom. Not now let them dance because we had so many songs that we had practiced, you know, cause it was a lot of, um, like one, two step type things where there was a certain, like, you know dance move to it and like we didn't get a chance to dance to all that uh, but the crowd was live and the crowd was jumping and the crowd loved it so i was happy for that so one of the things too when you're picking out a venue that i didn't mention is you know make sure that you do get like a food tasting you change you know tr- you know tra- what am i trying to say you try out all the food we tried out all the food and it was really hard to choose what we wanted but we narrowed it down and we actually had two different options for our guests salmon or beef tenderloin Yes y'all, we gave them options. Uh we should just gave everyone the same thing, but we wanted to cater to a lot of our guests. And with that meant that it was a little more expensive. The food was really good. One of the things I will say as a bride and groom, make sure you enjoy the moment, and that means eat, y'all. Because, you know, we were in such awe of everything that was going on and finally seeing all of our guests that we barely ate our food. I wasn't even halfway done with my salmon. Because then it was like, okay, time for the dances, okay, time to cut the cake. You know, and everything goes by so fast, so while You and the groom, you know, are like, you know, trying to eat and the next minute you're doing your dances. Everyone else is still getting that opportunity to to still eat and chow down where you're like you're just doing so many things at once. So make sure that you do get a chance to eat. And if anything, you know, maybe have the DJ hold off on calling you guys up for your first dances because you want to you want time to eat and enjoy the moment. So that's another thing I will say. So what we did um, is. You can do... I know a lot of girls do, like, wet bridal showers, but we wanted to do a co-ed, so that was really cool. So we had our our parents in charge of that um and then the maid of honor and best man and so they were in charge of games and everything which was really cool and then instead of doing like a rehearsal dinner we wanted to do a pre celebratory dinner where we had a lot of close family and friends come and experience that moment with us and just enjoy break bread with us eat that way if we didn't really get a chance to catch up with them on wedding day we got a chance to see them the day before so that was different and you know everything has a theme y'all so for like the bridegroom that theme. was you know of course very like wedding shower-ish so they did a really great job with balloons and everything it was beautiful and then for the pre-celebratory dinner uh i don't know if i told you guys but my husband proposed to me in rome italy that's right rome italy people are always like like the country and i'm like i yeah i don't know if there's a rome italy in the states or is there anywhere in the states that say rome as a city I don't know. I never said I was the best in geography, but yes, Rome, Italy. It was absolutely beautiful. So what we did was we took some some aspects of that and had that for our pre-celebratory dinner. It had like a really nice Colosseum backdrop with like greenery on each table. It was beautiful how it looked. Super beautiful. Really brought in the theme of like Italy. So it was really, 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 really nice. We were trying to hone in on getting like Italian music, you know, but I don't think... No, we forgot to bring the speaker. So it happens, but it was still great. Everyone came and it was just wonderful. So... It's whatever you want to do, you know, however you want that done. Uh, And then make sure that with venues that they, they can bend a little, because I know for us, some of our themes that we had for the wedding, we wanted to bring outside beverages. And at first on the contract it said no, but we asked again and they were able to bend with us and say, you know what? Yeah, go for it. You can bring a certain amount. And so that was great. Next I want to talk about is cake. This is huge as well because, you know, everyone has a sweet tooth. Well, some people. I know I do, and I love sweets. So when you're going for cake tasting, decide what you want. Do you want, like, a three-tier cake? Do you want cupcakes? Do you want, like, a small cake for you and your husband and, like, your wedding party, and then everyone gets cupcakes? Are you doing, like... You know, different types of flavors, whatever you do, because sometimes a lot of cake gets wasted if you're doing like a three-tier cake. And so if you want to do cupcakes and you feel that's better, then do that. We thought it would be easier, everyone come and get a cupcake, but we still had so many cupcakes that weren't eight. But it was, I felt like easier for us to do than a whole cut cup than a whole cake and a lot more cake just being thrown out. So one of the things we did, if y'all don't know, um, I went, well, we went with a lot of Black-owned vendors or minorities, female vendors, all that, because we wanted to support, you know, minority business owners that probably, you know, then the, the majority of, you know, so that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to stick with a lot of minority, Black-owned vendors, uh, female vendors, male vendors, you know, that we could support. And so we were very happy about that. So I would say about 90% of our veteran, ve- vendors, excuse me, not veteran, <laughs> I am a veteran, but vendors were... Um, definitely black owned minority female run male run something along those lines so for entertainment this is huge because a lot of people don't realize how much like entertainment is it if the music ain't jumping the people ain't jumping either so i mean depending on what you want to do we had plenty different varieties of entertainment saxophone players still pan drum and a dj we had a lot going on but it all meshed well and it all worked out so depending on what you want make sure that you know each person that is performing knows when they need to be there knows what songs they're performing to and all that and more that way everyone's on the same page if you have other parts of your wedding that's going to take place make sure that you add that in there too staying in touch is huge because let's say like your uh, wedding party isn't nearby you want to have zoom meetings to talk and chat with everyone maybe even have like a what is it group check group text messages together right where you're in a group chat together so that you guys can talk and and figure out you know who has this who hasn't got this how is you know planning for the wedding going with you know dress shopping or like for you as a bride they're asking you or you as a bride can be asking so how has it been with you know getting your shoes and the dress how does it fit so that was something that we did a lot of and i'm so glad that we did now another thing i will say plan early is your honeymoon You know, if you're not doing like a destination wedding, make sure you start planning early, putting money aside, you know, buying your plane tickets, um, planning on where your your hotel is going to be, any excursions that you want to do. Because the earlier, the better. That way, after your wedding, you can leave a couple days later and you're good to go. Everything just flows. Also on wedding day, your wedding coordinator should already have this where there's an itinerary lined up of what's happening for your whole wedding weekend. That way, there are no surprises. Everyone knows what's going to happen. Now things are still going to go wrong, right? That's inevitable. You know, um, it's something is always going to go wrong, and it is what it is, right? I wanted my wedding to start right on time. We start an hour later. You know, uh, it just happened. You know, it wasn't what I expected, um, but yeah, one of the vendors it just took longer than usual. <laughs> And that was with makeup. Everyone has to look beautified. And you know, that was just one of the things that we ran behind on. I'm still trying to figure out how I won't probably ever know. Um, but yeah, but the wedding was beautiful. And that's what matters. Now, after the wedding is done, make sure that you have, you know, thank you notes, because you want to make sure that you send these out to everyone that was at your wedding, that, you know, sent you something and just thanking people that came in general now florals i mentioned how much florals are pricey you know make sure that you do like price quotes on different um, vendors for flowers you don't just want to go with the first one because you know some may be cheaper some maybe can do deals for you and things like that then maybe decide on what type of flowers you want because i didn't really know what type of flowers i wanted for my wedding so i was looking on pinterest i'd point and i'd be like i want this one and then the florist can tell me oh this is this type of flower i don't know what you know I, i've i heard of hydrangeas and um you know roses like those type of things but some of them i'm like i don't know what this is so make sure that you do get different quotes for different people for flowers because flowers are man they are pricey. uh so yeah and i want to say one of the one of the last things i want to say is just be creative you know it's your wedding so do what you want and don't let anybody tell you otherwise you know you only get married once right and you want to make this day special so whatever it is make sure that you do it the way you want to do it and um So that way there's no, oh, man, I wish I would have done it this way, but I wanted to do it this way because, you know, family wanted me to do it this way. And make sure that you're spending more spending time together, you know, as a couple, because sometimes weddings can just take over. And then, you know, your relationship gets put on the back burner because you're just planning, planning, planning for the wedding that you're not spending that much quality time as you should. So make sure that you you still incorporate those, you know, date nights and things like that. Because remember, like what I said, the wedding is just one, one day, you know, Pinterest is awesome for ideas and Etsy as well. And other things I want to recommend to you, uh, is make sure that you're taking care of yourself, Right that you have relaxation weekends and things like that you know get yourself a massage a petty all those things because weddings are stressful as it is and then you know you're going to have lots of family and friends that are going to be reaching out asking you questions that are already posted on the website but you know people don't read and so you want to make sure that you know they're getting in touch with your wedding planner some are not honestly you're going to put the wedding planner's phone number and they're still not going to reach out just because they feel more comfortable with you so keep that in mind uh, also I want to say, you know, get sleep. You know, that's one of the things I wish I would have got more of. I didn't really get much sleep leading up to the wedding. Cause I was just full of excitement, right? It's a wedding. It's happening. It's your wedding, right? You're not going to someone's wedding. It's your wedding. So you just want to make sure everything goes off without a hitch. So make sure that you and the groom get enough sleep. That way, you know, you feel refreshed when you wake up and everything like that. So if you can make sure that, well, not if you can make sure you do this, get a hair and makeup trial. That way you can see what your hair looks like before the wedding day and then your makeup. So I did one of the two, y'all. I got my makeup done and at first I was like, this is great. Then as I was getting closer to the wedding, I was like, I don't know. Is this what I really want? But it turned out fabulous. Now, I did not get a hair trial before the wedding. And you want to know why? It's because I changed my hairstyle two weeks prior to the wedding. Oh my goodness. Uh, Like, I just changed it. I was like, I want something different. And I was so nervous that I was not going to find someone that could do my makeup or no, my hair in that short amount of time. But I did. And she delivered and she killed it. And now I go back to her now um, to do my hair. So the downside of things I want to mention, some people may not RSVP, right? Or some people, some people may not RSVP. No, 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 no. Let me take that back. There's going to be some people that may RSVP and still not show. And that is the worst that can happen. Because you still have money down the drain because you, you already made, paid for their meals, right? Um, so that's very hurtful, you know, and you can't send them an invoice because it's not like you you said that on the, the wedding website. Then you're going to have some people that do come for the ceremony and they don't stay for the reception, which means money is still down the drain because their meals have been paid for. Uh, something may go wrong, you know. Uh, I know for me, I don't know how I forgot this. Oh, yes, I do because I was stressed. So... Uh, the flower girl basket was at home, y'all. It was at home. Totally forgot to get it. And literally, the night before the wedding, I had went back home. And I totally forgot the the bas- the flower girl basket. It wasn't in hindsight. It was a little bit further down the hall, so I did not see it. So about 10 minutes prior to getting out, you know, to walk down the aisle, you know, wedding planner comes in. and is like, hey, where's the flower girl basket? And I'm like, check my trunk. It's not there. And I was like, shucks! It's back at home. So... All the petals I have bought, they are back at home too. So there's no flower girl basket and there's no girl's petals uh, or flower petals, excuse me. So thankfully the venue had like a little flower girl basket and we just picked little petals off of the uh, bridesmaids um, bouquets and that's what we gave to the little girl. Come to find out the little girl got scared. So she only started throwing the little flower petals uh, at the very beginning and then she stopped. So uh, it actually all worked out. <laughs> <sighs> um, another thing I didn't—I I, want to say that I did not do, that I know a lot of brides do, and I mean, it's what you want to do, um, is a subscription box. I did not do that because I was nervous that I wouldn't get things that I wanted for my wedding, and I just didn't want to be wasting money when I could have been using that money for the wedding. I also did not purchase a lot of bride-to-be shirts, sweaters. I didn't purchase a lot of future misses and then his last name because I knew I wouldn't be a fiance for forever. So don't get super caught up in all that, y'all, because, you know, you're going to be married, so you want to get things that probably just say his last name or your wedding date, you know, things like that. I know on my Chuck Taylors, the lady was able to also like engrave like the wedding day and my last name, my new last name, but I didn't want them on the shoes because the shoes were so universal that I would still be able to wear these tennis shoes on a day to day basis because of the color. And I didn't want that to be added on because I think the engraving was going to be navy blue, which was one of my wedding colors. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go without the wedding day and without the name and just keep it with the pearls and the glitter. And that way I can wear it on more than one occasion. So I did not do that. And we did not do party favors either. Uh, We figured we are the gift. Okay, we are the gift. The bride and groom and the wedding is the gift. You know, we paid for your meal and we wanted to celebrate with you all. So we did not do party favors at all. That also cut down on the cost too uh, and everything like that. And a lot of the times too with some vendors, they will work with you. So make sure that you keep that into consideration. Um, I know for me, this is such a blessing. And I always say, do good to people and and, and they'll do good back to you. Now, not necessarily is that always true. I know that. But sometimes you can just feel out a person and you can kind of know, like, they're they're really good people and they really have a kind heart. So, you know, ladies, when you go and you get alterations on your dress and sometimes you may have to go more than once, right? Well, I went a couple of times and I'll tell you why. (laughs) So, excuse me, I went, the first time I remember I went, finally found the dress of my dreams. I was like, this is a dress. I went and it was like a super big dress. They didn't have one in my size. So they said, what size do you need? And it'll be here in about six to seven months. And I was like, great. So um, anyways, I had started looking for dresses, like I think February. Yeah, and the wedding wasn't wasn't until November. So I tried on the dress and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be this size. So they said, great. So the dress finally comes and they're like, okay, here you are. Let's try on the dress. And y'all it would not go off the hips. I was like, this is terrible. This is really, really bad. So one of the things you want to make sure is that some of the dresses run super small or wedding dresses, they say typically run super small. So you want to make sure that you are, you know, picking a size that is bigger than what your average size is. So that way you can actually fit the dress and not do like what I did. So thankfully, You know, they uh, had other dresses like that and they were able to just alter it down with my body shape at that moment. And so I was able to fit the dress because I was like, oh no, I gotta now get another dress. And I really didn't want that. So we did that. So I went, oh my goodness, maybe five to six times for alterations and everything because we would take in and I wanted mine to be like really super close. So it accentuated all the curves and everything. And so at the end, you know, you gotta pay a fee, right? For all the alterations. And the day I picked up the dress, which was my wedding day. I think, yeah, I picked up my dress on my wedding day and I asked, you know, my mom was with me and we're like, okay, so what's the, what's the damage? And she said, free. Y'all like I cried. My mom cried. It was just like, it wasn't what I was expecting. I already had in mind. We we're going to have to drop some money. And she said, free. And she said, I really, really liked you. I really, really liked you all. And you all came in and, you know, we were just so positive. We were just so friendly and, um, she didn't charge us anything. And so that was a blessing that we are really so thankful and grateful for that probably wouldn't have happened normally, but we were so grateful. And the lady, she's the owner of the shop. So, you know, she can make moves like that, (laughs) but we are so grateful. So you never know what may come out of some deals that you may have. Uh, you just have to ask. I mean, in that case, we didn't ask, you know, we just were asking how much do we have to pay up and she was willing to work with us. So the last thing y'all is just enjoy the process. Take lots of photos, you know, soak in those memories and most of all enjoy it with your family and friends because it's one day and it goes by super fast. So now what I want to do is bring on my best friend Karina Ramos to talk about you know her business because you know you all may be interested in checking out Her Etsy shop, especially because she caters a lot to you know different occasions, and so for all my brides to bees, you know there's a bride to be spa gift box that I mentioned earlier, and there is also um, another. Actually, there are a few uh, that you gifts for brides to be. So if you want to tell your bridesmaids, hey, y'all need to go on to shop the nookery, which we'll talk about a little bit later. I'm jumping ahead of myself. Please do, because they have some things for me. They even have a a gift box for engagements as well. So, I mean, there's so much. Uh, I mean, so many things. But I'm not going to talk a little bit more about that because I want to have her on. So, without further ado, let's welcome my best friend, Karina. Thank
1: you for being on this episode. Hi, Christine. Thank you for having me on here. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Oh, me too. I'm super excited. I can't wait to get into... Everything related to your business, like okay. I'm super excited! Yes, okay. So, the first question I have for you is What is the name of your business?
1: Yes, so the name of my business is The Nookery. Um, it's 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 a funny name, it sounds a little funny, I, you know, every time mm-hmm. I, I tell people it. I either get, oh, that's a nice name. I get it. Or it, or that's a, that's a little quirky. So, you know.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. So was there like, hmm, how did you come up with it? It was like, was it just like a name that came up to you? you no, know,
1: I, I wanted something. I wanted to start a business that really <sighs> spoke to me being cozy and just at home and And being around family and creating memories and just staying home, being a homebody. I love to be home in my element. Um, And so thinking about that, I started coming up with just random words, random words that kind of were in alignment with just being cozy. And so I started, you know, the nook. Oh, okay. It's a reading nook, a nook. And so I started just kind of going through the Uh internet and I came across the nookery. Or nookery, which is a warm and cozy place, and so um, yeah, it's kind of where it
0: spawned from. I love it. I actually love the name. Oh my goodness! Oh, thank you. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Yes, because it is really catchy, though. I do like it. Wow. Yes. me
1: that makes me a little relieved because I, like I said, I wasn't sure if people were going to really know what it meant or if, if it was like a, like a, another word for a nook, like, I don't know. I didn't know what people
0: were going to think. Oh my gosh. No, I love it. Yes. It's really like catchy and different, but I like how you get a chance to explain it to people and they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yes. Okay. So have you always wanted to become an entrepreneur or did it like just happen?
1: Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> I have always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I I knew that I hated working for someone. I knew that I hated getting up, you know, taking time out of my day to be somewhere and get ready to a place that I didn't want to be at already. Um and at a very young age, well maybe not young, but in my early 20s I just realized like I can't I can't keep doing this. I don't want to I can't imagine the rest of my life for the next 30, 40 years having to work for someone else. Um, To be honest, it almost felt like doom. It was very exhausting to think about having to constantly wake up day in, day out. I don't really want to speak with, you know, office politics, not knowing if I'm saying the right things or whatnot. It's just working in corporate America is incredible incredibly exhausting. So I just didn't want to do it anymore. And I knew that I had to work for myself. That would be the only way that I can get out of that. Girl, I love it. Cause I
0: tell, oh, I go, <laughs> ah, it is. It's terrible, man. Yes. And I see so many other people like want to become entrepreneurs. And I'm like, this is like where it's at. You're right. Working for yourself.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's, it's almost it's a catch 22 because you get rid of having to, you know, be on someone else's schedule, but on the flip side, you do also get rid of that security that you get from from you know working or getting a steady paycheck. And you know, it's so it's it's a risk and a reward at the same time, but if you hate working as much as I do, you realize that the risk was worth the
0: reward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I believe it. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you started the business. And I think my thing is, because I don't even know, when did it actually start? You know, it started
1: just before COVID started. Oh, wow. So, so we were in the very beginning i mean very beginning it was in december i believe of 2020 um and i remember talking to my mom about an idea that i had and i was you know really just telling her like i really think that we could do something in the online space e-commerce is getting really big Mm -hmm. um and i think this is something that a i could hopefully quit working and B, this could be something to supplement her income also being a guidance counselor in the in the public school district. Um, and to be honest with you, I uh-huh. we came from two different generations and her generation <laughs> was, you know, you stay at a company for 30 plus years, you need to stay, you don't job hop, you definitely don't leave your job, you know. <laughs> Um, but I've come to realize that she wanted to leave just as bad as I did. So Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was it was great. And as soon as we came up with the idea what? that same month, we were like, okay, let's get our LLC, let's pick out our name, let's trademark that name, let's get everything nice and legal, and let's just get started brick by
0: brick. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Wow. That is, and oh my goodness, starting during COVID, that must have been like kind of scary times. It was, it was because you're
1: coming up with all this upfront money and you don't know if you're going to get any of that money back. You know, you're kind of throwing spaghetti at a wall at first and you're just kind of hoping something sticks. Um, So it was, it was a little scary. Um, I wasn't, I was still working. Of course, I wasn't, getting rid of my job anytime soon around that time. Mm -hmm. Um, But just the fact that I knew that I had something in the background kind of working, it gave me that peace of mind that I'm at least moving forward, even if it's just one, one or two
0: steps. I see. I see. That was awesome. Wow. Okay. That was wise. Okay. So with the nookery, um, what type of products do you sell? Oh, Sure. So yes. we
1: are a, a personalized gift box business, and we primarily sell gift boxes to uh, realtors and real estate agents that are buying our products to gift them as a closing gift to their clients. So, whenever they're purchasing a house or they're purchasing um, really anything, renting a house, uh, anything for that matter, the client always wants something that they will remember the realtor by and our gift kind of provides that personalized touch that they can use and use it as a, as a memory of them buying their first house or their first property. Um, And so that's what we provide.
0: Oh, wow. I love that. That is. Uh,
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially when people are like, you're right. Buying their home and they want like a nice gift.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. I noticed uh a lot of people looked which you know I I didn't know this was a thing but a lot of people are kind of expecting when you purchase a house and you're going through a real estate agent or a realtor they're going to expect a closing gift from their realtor and I never really oh. knew that I oh. um I had no idea until I kind of looked around and I'm like oh man I'm seeing you know friends purchasing homes and I'm seeing you know people that are just purchasing things as their first properties and I remember seeing them saying oh man my realtor got me the coolest
2: <laughs> gift
1: <or my> real- <laughs> Gift, and I'm like oh my gosh
0: I don't know what I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> wow so see I didn't know that oh I thought it was something that they were just doing just to be nice oh. right <laughs> you would think right <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So as I know some of the listeners are going to want to know, are is it open to public for others to still purchase?
1: Um, yes, absolutely. Oh, yes, great. Absolutely. Okay.
0: Yes,
1: yes, yes, absolutely. And okay. I mean, it's just, it's I, I, I personally love the idea because I think in the world of personalizing, I mean, you're starting to see a lot of people purchase um, personalized shirts and personalized, like everything is going into the personalization direction. So I love that I get to at least somewhat provide that
0: yes which is awesome oh my goodness yes because I know you personalize a um, t-shirt for me which I know is not for everyone however it was amazing <laughs> uh, to all the listeners out there a beautiful t-shirt that I still wear very nice and it was personalized and I love it yes. and I love anything
1: personalized yes I made I made my best friend her. <laughs> um, <laughs> Her and the, the bridal party. I made everybody's shirts for the bridal
0: party for her wedding, which was yes. so exciting for me. Yes, it was. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, um, uh, Karina was my um, maid of honor, and she was amazing. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, I know you do a lot of personalization. So, Sorry. where can people find, you know, your products? Where can they go and buy? Sure. So
1: right now, if if you are a shopper of Etsy, we're primarily okay. on Etsy right now. That's our bread and butter. Um, and you can find us at Shop the Nookery. Um, okay. Also, if you just kind of Google Shop the Nookery, we'll be the first uh, shop that pops up. So you can go ahead and click on the link and it'll take us. It'll take you right to our shop.
0: OK, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, girl, I'm definitely putting the plug out oh absolutely yes (laughs) yes oh my goodness okay what was your reaction when
1: you made your first sale I'll be honest with you I (laughs) I didn't think I would make any money (laughs) oh no it was it was amazing and you you start to kind of see like oh man you can we can really do this this is something that (laughs) It's doable. Like people actually want to purchase these things. Yes. <laughs> it was It was a bit of a relief to know <laughs> that, you know, it was something that people wanted to buy and, and, and they were buying it. They were starting to. So the very first one was, it was wow. a little crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. If I'm <laughs> honest, it was like, oh, I bought in and, and now it's really happening. And then a little, little scary if, if you want me to be honest, because, that was the first time i had ever taken an order and a personalized one at that so oh, i had to God. absolutely make sure that it was absolutely perfect um and so I once guess. i got it out i think that's when the relief went you know kind of came and went cuz i'm like Ooh, i got it done <laughs> and i got it through and yeah <laughs> they like
0: it the- oh that's a plus plus <laughs> yeah yes. oh my goodness okay so can you list something that you're like, okay, this is what says my business apart from like another business, maybe doing something similar to what you're doing? Ooh, good one. Yeah. Um, well,
1: to be honest with you, gift boxes have kind of been around forever. Um, <laughs> personal life gift boxes, I think are starting to kind of come up and, and it seems to be a really, really popular industry. Um, I'm starting to see more and more gift boxes that are in so many different industries or niches. Um, For example, I've seen wedding party gift boxes. I've seen um, first time mommy gift boxes. I've seen um, baby gift boxes that are just for the baby. I've seen, you know, so many different ones. And I think for us, because we're so home and cozy Um, oriented, it was very important for us to make our gift box as home and cozy as possible. So I'd like to say that our gift boxes are extremely uh, used for people who just like to be homebodies or people who like to celebrate in the comforts of their own home. Um, I know for myself, I love, like I said, I love to stay home, even if I'm enjoying, you know, A cup of wine at home, Um, having a couple friends over. It's something that I enjoy doing because I don't have to be out, you know, out fighting the world just to have fun. I get to be in the comforts of my own home. Um, And so that's what our gift box, uh, I would like to think that our gift box relays that message that you can totally be home and comfortable and in your own space and still have an amazing, luxurious quality time.
0: Yes, and there's nothing like being at home. So they're really
1: and I I I love being a homebody. I really do.
0: You do. <laughs> Just washing like a really like, good like or something. Or something. Yes. yes. I like that too. It's the best. It is. Ever.
1: I mean, <laughs> you get your cup of wine. I mean, I, I can't ask for a better Friday, honestly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Very, 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 very true. I totally true. agree. Oh my gosh! So, is there a thing that you wish um, you would have been told before you had started, before getting uh, coming an entrepreneur? That you're like, oh,
1: oh you you
0: know you my this Before became yes. an entrepreneur.
1: Oh, okay. Yes, uh, I, I wish, and and it's. That I still kind of deal with um now is I wish somebody would have told me from the beginning that you will never have all the right answers up front um oh. and you kind of just have to do it because if you don't you'll never do it so you kind of have to do it scared um and that's it's more of a ment- mentality thing for me um And I know it trips a lot of people up because they feel like, oh, I have to get this thing absolutely right. If not, it's just not going to, it's not going to work or I'm never going to get it out. And it can't be that way because if not, you'll never be able to get out what, what you feel in your heart is, is what's best for the world. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever, uh, you know, whatever gift you have, whatever idea that God's put into your mind you have to at least start, put, just put one foot forward in front of the other. And eventually all things really do come together. So I wish somebody would have told me not to worry about the silly things and just keep moving forward.
0: Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, wow. That is something for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. It's like, it's like oh. a perfectionist thing. And I, I yes. definitely struggle with it every single day. You know, no, I too. Yeah, it's like you're scared of, like, not saying the right thing or not writing the right word or, you know, it's, you can't, it cannot be like that or else you'll never end up doing whatever it is you want to do. Yes,
0: yes. And I'm so glad that you stepped out and was like, I'm doing this.
1: Oh, my gosh, I know. And you of all people know (laughs) I wanted to do something forever. I've just. I
0: remember
1: find something that's
0: stuck and so (laughs) I remember (laughs) yes because I remember you always saying like I don't want to work for someone I just want to like create my own business do something for me you know where it's like okay I don't have to like I could be my own boss
1: right exactly exactly I get to I don't have to you know ask for time off to go pick up my son from school. I don't have to, you know, make sure that I have enough PTO to, you know, do the things that I need to do, go to the doctor, you know, silly things like that, that you really don't want to do anyway, let alone take time off to do it.
0: Yes. Such a pain. So yes, it is. Yes. That's great. Wow. So um do you plan on expanding the business with any more products is that in the works
1: Oh I would love to you know Ooh. in fact I have a couple of new um ideas for boxes in the works so I'm excited to see <laughs> they come out um okay. I think that everyone was really going to love it and it's just Ooh. it's so beautiful it's very pr- get really into like the aesthetics of you know getting something like gifts Gift-wise, it's, it's totally going to be for you.
0: Okay. Wow. Well, I can't wait. I cannot wait to yes, see what, yes. Yes, what you have in store. So what is a drive that keeps pushing you to continue on with the agree.
1: Oh, goodness. Probably my family. Um, okay. I, I really would like to leave some things. I'd love to leave my mark Mm. in this world so that they can use this to fund their own dreams you know I have an eight-year-old son and I would love to have this business expand and whether if he chooses to keep running it or do something else it's there for him to be able to make that decision um so yes I would love to just kind of leave this as a gift that keeps on giving hopefully god willing Mm.
0: Yes, I love it. Yes. Okay. So, you know, being in the business now for a few years, um, what advice do you have for other people that probably want to start their own business? Oh gosh, um, mm-hmm. two
1: heads are better than one. I'll tell you that. Um, I know not a lot of people have the luxury of having someone to do a business with, but I really, really got lucky in the fact that my mom, of all people, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> really took to you know kind of supporting my dream um she she didn't think twice about it she was you know all hands on deck and it really helped me because i really needed someone to kind of push me and just kind of keep reminding me that this is a good idea cuz there were a lot of times where i would just doubt like i don't even see the point of doing this you know i don't i don't know if this is even going to work why bother and she would be right there Right there, letting me know, no, this is working. just keep going and and we're going to make it work, and so far, she has not been wrong, so wow, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I'm telling you if you can find someone to just be there to support your dream on the days that you can't even do that for yourself, it's incredibly helpful.
0: I love it, and family is everything so important, so. It really is. Really, really is. That is. is. Okay. So, can you remind us again, where can people find you on socials with The Nookery?
1: Yes. So, so far, we are on Facebook and Instagram, as well as Etsy. Um, We're working on getting our Pinterest together because The Nookery would just be perfect for Pinterest. I love Pinterest so much. It's just so aesthetically pleasing, and everything looks so pretty, and I feel like our products would be a perfect addition on there. For um, sure. So yeah, so, so far we're on um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and we'll see, I mean, TikTok is all the rave now. So hopefully we'll start mm-hmm. getting videos up there hopefully soon.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. I love it. I can't wait to just, you know, see how much further, you know, the knickery takes you. I'm super excited for you and just so happy. Thank yes. you bestie. You're welcome. You're so, so welcome. And I just want to thank you for being a part of the episode. It could have been done without you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And for everyone that's listening out there, support Black businesses. This is the perfect time. I'm just yes. Apologetically Mahogany and the best podcast that you could listen to.
0: I love it. Yes. Yes. Please, everyone go and support. I promise you, please. Supporting Black businesses, supporting businesses, minority businesses, just, oh, please go out and support. Please, please, please. We just listened to socials and I will add it on to this episode that you all can go and support Black-owned businesses. All right. So our last person that we're going to have on the episode today is a dear friend of mine, Marshae Dixon, She actually was my wedding planner, my wedding coordinator, and she has just been into the business for so long, uh, just, you know, coordinating weddings and events, and she loves doing that, you know, and so I wanted to bring her on today's episode to talk a little bit more about where that passion came from. How long has she been in the business? Because I don't really know. I know it's been a couple of years, but she'll really be able to let us know. So let's go ahead and bring on Marche Dixon. Thank you, Marche, for being a part of the episode. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Of course. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, your business uh, that you came up with called As You Wish Wedding and Event Planning. And I knew you were debating on what to call it, but what made you come up with the name?
2: Um, I was sitting up in bed one day thinking
0: about my business and then the Lord did. Uh, I love it, and it's a beautiful name. Thank you. are welcome. So, why did you decide to create this company? Um, well, I always like, I always like planning events
2: and things, and then you needed help with your wedding. I said, you know what? I'll do your wedding, <laughs> <laughs> I and that's have. how I got into. <laughs> that's how I got into the wedding part of it. But y'all yeah, are planning events, and parties. So, yeah.
0: Okay. That's so, I got, it. got it. Okay. That is right. Cause we met and yes, I was going through it alone. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you came to the rescue. Uh, yes. So, you said you've been like, you've been planning events like, would you say like, since like, like years, like seven plus years? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, cause I was like 19. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So you've always had an interest.
2: Yeah, I sure did. I think my first
0: event I ever did was my mom's 50th birthday party. I put that all together. It was really nice. Yes, I remember you telling me about it and I think you showed me some pictures and I was like, this is really nice. Yeah, that was, what was that? When did you turn 50? What is
2: it? 2013.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, it was really Also, even
2: before that then, because I had did a fashion show for college I did two fashion shows. I think I did two fashion shows. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. So that yeah, way. I've been doing it for, when did I do I guess this oh eight, since I was 20. I think that's when I joined back to wow. so Baldwin Wallace University.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> wow. Okay. That's that's really cool. Okay. Wow. So what's the drive that keeps pushing you to, you know, want to do more events?
2: I, I don't know. I just like the whole planning process. I like researching. I like helping find colors. I like color schemes. I can't decorate, but I love finding color schemes. <laughs> <You're so> <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> and I, and I just love. It. I love. I like the rush. I like making people happy.
0: Yeah,
2: with process, with my product.
0: Yeah. Yes, I definitely could see that you were really happy, <laughs> especially on our day. Yes. <laughs> I love, I love that. <laughs> yes. Oh. So, what would you say has been like the your real like first huge success and like what was the reaction?
2: Uh, my first huge success was that was that fashion show. I got really great accolades. Somebody said, "Wow, that was a great fashion show!" I'm like that thing was tight. I wish I could find it. Somebody recorded it somewhere. Dang! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did somewhere. It was very, very great. Oh, it was like it was like the Wiz things and it was just awesome.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah! Oh, that sounds like it was nice. It was. Oh my goodness! I wish I could it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Yes, because I would love to see it. Oh.
2: Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Look back at all these years later.
0: Yes. Oh, so, you know, I know we're doing this episode, and I know like you are away. Um, mm-hmm. and so I want to know, like, how do you balance it all with being a wife, mother and an active duty military member?
2: I know, right? Uh, yes. During my, during my me time. So. <laughs> <laughs> after, uh, after I put the kids to bed and it's nice and quiet at the house, I'll just do it. My husband be watching TV playing his game and I'll just be, uh, playing, I'll just play stuff, like playing
0: your wedding. Probably, yeah. Okay. Okay, so mm-hmm. w- is it hard to juggle it all and still be present for your family? Oh no, not
2: at all. Cause I said uh, I'm out third time. Like I do during me time. Uh, I did my wifely duties and my motherly
0: duties. I like it. Yeah, I'm
2: just <laughs> relaxing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause we all need me time. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> yes. So, you know, you did my wedding and, you know, was our wedding planner, event planner, coordinator, a listening ear, and, you know, one that gave advice and a lot more. And so, like, what would you recommend to, like, future brides that are, like, looking for a wedding planner?
2: Um, What do I recommend? Know what you want. Okay. Don't Don't be going down the rabbit hole of Pinterest and stuff. Figure out what your vision is first and then you can go to the rabbit hole of Pinterest. So stick to what you were looking for. That sounds that's like me. That's okay.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. That's Make sure you get a good one. A attentive bride. Uh,
0: right. God. Okay. Okay. So are there like important things that you would ask to all brides before you start like working with them? Um. Hmm.
2: Do you trust me? <laughs> do you trust me? <laughs> will be my important thing I ask them.
0: Yeah. All right. Then I got you. You you sure do. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay, So, for as you wish, wedding and event planning, like, do you have any future plans? Uh Uh, I'm trying to get some more clients. Okay. (laughs) And they're coming. (laughs) I hope so, Lord. Yes. Oh, and
2: my other plan is
0: figuring out my my packages, my pricing. Oh, got it. Yes. That too. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is okay. Yeah, right. That is something else, too. Oh, and
2: bring it up my website and get my LLC. But other than that, I'm just waiting for another customer.
0: Woo-woo, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know they're going to be coming, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. So are there, like, any other businesses that you admire? Other businesses?
2: Um, Twisted Lilies. Okay. Uh, Decorations. They're great.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they are. Okay. And so for. And- mm-hmm. Oh, and then the flower leaf. Hoba. Hoba. Oh, yes. Yeah. I never got a chance to meet her like you all did, but yeah, them flowers were nice. <laughs> yeah. Or the boutonnieres, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <And corsages. laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Okay. This. So, I mean, I know you have the as you wish wedding and event planning. And I know there's gonna be more clients coming your way. So like where can people find you on socials? I want to make sure people know where to find you. And oh, thank you. Uh, just Marshae Dixon on Facebook. I haven't kept up my social
2: media yet. I'm getting <laughs> yeah. there too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, I wanna do it to have a nice amount of customers to put pictures up and stuff, but just Marshae Dixon on oh, Facebook. Okay. And then
0: uh Shay Shay Girl.
2: So that's S-H-A-Y, S H A Y girl with the U U R L 35.
0: Okay, for Instagram? Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm I'm mm-hmm. loving it and I'm so excited for like what's to come with as you wish wedding and event planning. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. So I just want to thank you for being a part of the episode. Yes, yeah, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yes, you're welcome because it couldn't have been done without you. <laughs> oh thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> All right, that's it for today's episode. Make sure you tune back in next Sunday for another episode. And if you are not logged into my socials, make sure that you follow me on Instagram and YouTube. And again, to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend so that we can all be friends in Biggie's voice at unapologetically mahogany.